2: Coming to you live.
1: From the house. Correct. Yes, yes. (laughs) So, how are you? Your eyes look kind of red. You tired? I
2: am tired. (laughs) it's we're recording a little bit later tonight
1: yeah yeah didn't i have this conversation with you before we got on i'm good i'm good
2: i'm, good. I'm, I'm happy good. I'm this like, is good I'm Like okay yeah this is good All right. well i mean okay so yesterday was my birthday yeah yes so
1: that age it caught up to you in a day huh
2: i know isn't that crazy <laughs> you don't <know> that?
1: <laughs> yeah the birthday and the next day oh you i know Oh.
2: Yes, I am. all right getting old, um but yesterday was my birthday, and it was Sunday, which is usually a recording day. And yeah. I didn't want to record because I didn't want to. Like I enjoy recording, but I was just like, I just want to chill and eat our sushi and drink our wine and just
1: yeah,
2: chill celebrate and relax. Birthday. Yeah,
1: celebrate the birthday. Yeah, What's wrong with
2: that. Yeah. So you're very gracious. And let me do that. I but then I forgot it. that I also had a group discussion tonight and Uh, yes you did um that started at nine and so we just ended it's a little bit later than we usually record but i'm good and i'm bringing the energy
1: all right cool yeah i mean it's not gonna be a super long episode just wanted to touch back in um Mm -hmm. we we took a break last week to give people opportunity to kind of catch up on some of our um most recent episodes amplifying black voices um and they are i mean the numbers are through the roof
0: yeah they're people, powerful yeah
1: people are listening um people are reaching out people are following up
2: yeah people um, are still filling out the survey which yeah, is amazing and yeah. i think we will um share those those voices at some point yeah we'll get back to them yeah
1: once, once we let a couple more people go in and we yeah. collect them all so
2: yeah um, but yeah, there was a series of four episodes and I think it's important that they are, well, as of not counting this one, there are four most recent episodes. Yeah. Um, and so I've, i I hope that people go in and listen. Um, yeah, to really we just wanted to use our platform to help amplify um, black voices. and sure. I think it was amazing, honestly, yeah. so.
1: So if you're listening to us and you don't know, um, we do have a website. If you go to successandblackandwhite.com mm-hmm. and if you click on the um, episode tab in the menu, it will take you to our episodes. And at the very top are um those four
2: yeah they're anchored there so yeah. they won't move so even if you see this one and you're like well I don't care about this episode because I already listened to it well you can just go to the top of that page and those four are there for you yeah
1: so thats success in black and and the episode tab at the top yeah so that's where you can go to check it out
2: that's right
1: um well, what I wanted to do um was follow up kind of on um that same subject and and you know we talked about the black voices and we kind of shared some of the thoughts and feelings and emotions that people were having and it's been some time now it's been about two weeks um since we did our our latest um, episode in that series it's been about two weeks and we're still in communication with people and we're still discussing um what's going on right now in the world yeah um but also at the same time i feel like there's kind of been i don't want to use the term drop off but i feel like you're kind of falling into that lull where um you know after things occurred people were um expressing themselves and were making moves and Mm. and pushing forward and and now it feels like things are kind of slowed down Yeah. Um, So as I've been thinking, you know, I've just kind of been jotting down a lot of questions um, that I just want to pose. And and a lot of them are rhetorical for Mm -hmm. um, our listeners just for you to think about Mm -hmm. um, and also for us to think about as well in this work. Yeah, Um, I know for both you and I, like it hasn't stopped yeah the work hasn't stopped we've been doing some other things um with our platform and some groups and um communities that we're in we've we've been pushing forward Mm -hmm. um we haven't let up off the gas at all um and we are moving forward with what we started in this good fight yeah um and then there are some people you know who started off real heavy and they were all about it and you know, now I'm just kind of like, all right, I, I get it if you need to take a break because it was very emotionally taxing. So if yeah. you need to take a break and kind of regroup, um, I'm all for that. But during that time and during the transition of, all right, what are we going to do to move forward? I don't want the energy to go away and I don't want to lose the steam that we have. Yeah. So um, I kind of want to talk to you about that and, and kind of see what you Think about that and kind of what you've seen in your communities um, and in your networks uh, about the work that needs to be done and and some of the work that's going on. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's important. I mean, like you said, and you talked about this not in those four episodes that we mentioned at the beginning, but in the one. Right before that, when you shared your feelings, it was a very raw, very emotional, um, very real episode. And I'm trying to remember what we called it. I think the aftermath of racism in America. Okay. And so we'll link to that um, in the show notes. But when you shared that, you know, one of the things that stuck out to me that I think about often, and that actually a lot of people who listened to that episode, um, have reached out to me or have, I don't know if they reached out to you, but they reached out to me and, and mentioned you saying this, that there will be a lot of people who, um, I don't really have a better term right now than allies. And so if you are, not a black person or you consider yourself a white person who is an ally or who is for the cause, um, there will be a lot of people who will post a lot on social media or who will, um, take, you know, stances and those are all well and good and we need those people. Um, but I know that you alluded to something of like a, well, people will post to show that they support, you know, the movement in that moment. But as it moves, as we move, you know, time-wise past this horrific incident, um, and, and it goes out of the media attention, what will people continue to do, especially people who do not have to experience what marginalized and minority populations experience on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute basis? What are those people going to do to keep the conversation going? The ones who consider themselves allies, who consider themselves to be friends and supporters of this movement, are they going to... Put their foot on the brakes because they're tired, or are they going to put their foot on the gas pedal because this is that time? Like you don't, you don't stop at this time. So, um, that really resonated with me when you were when you when you talked about that in the beginning, and then just reflecting on that now um, is what kind of person do I want to be? You know, because it's not. <laughs> I hate that I even have to say this, but somebody actually posted this on social media today and it, it is not enough to have black friends or to have black acquaintances or to be married to a black man. Like that is not enough. It has to, if you truly want to, um, change our world and our nation, you have to have action.
1: Yeah. I think that's very important. Um, an analogy that, I was thinking through and obviously in the field that I work in, it's kind of like exercising, you know, um, when you realize like I need to do better, I want to make a change and you go out and start exercising. What happens after like day two, day three, (laughs) you get sore, right?
2: You get sore. Yeah. You get sore
1: and you have a choice when you get sore, you can slack off or you can work through it and your body will eventually adjust and adapt. Yeah. to what you're doing, and then you won't be as sore as often, yeah. um, depending on how hard you're working. Um, so it's kind of like exercise. But what happens when you completely stop and you try to start up again? You get sore all over again, yep. you know? So <laughs> you, you have to keep going once you start. Like, you just got to keep going and keep pushing forward. Um, and that's kind of the analogy. I mean, just like sports, if you take a break from your sport of choice, for an extended period of time and you go back and try to pick it up, you're going to be what people call rusty. Yeah. You know, your skill level is not going to be up to par.
0: Yeah, agree.
1: Um, So it's kind of the same thing. It's like you have to keep practicing, you have to keep pushing forward, you have to stay active, you have to keep it in motion in order for it to sustain, Um, you know, its duration. Um, So I feel like with this, like we had that initial... Um, spark and, and the initial inspiration and we all jumped out there and now we're kind of feeling that low fatigue and that little yeah. soreness and we got a choice we can just be like oh my gosh like oh, this is miserable i'm just gonna stop yeah. or we can fight through it and keep pushing and you adapt and you adjust for the yeah. cause yeah. and then eventually that's when you'll start to see the results yeah because that's what it's about the results um, so just like yeah. exercising, you see the results, whatever they are for you, getting stronger. Um, if it's weight, losing weight, if it's just yeah. to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Um, so I definitely just want to encourage you, like even if you're feeling fatigued and you just taking yeah. a moment to kind of recover, um, don't take too long. Don't get complacent in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep
1: pushing forward. Um, I think it's very important. So that was the analogy that I would use.
2: I think it's a good analogy.
1: Yeah. Um, I had a couple of questions. Like, Wait, I want to build uh-oh. off your analogy. Okay, go for it.
2: I don't want to hijack your questions, no, no, but I no, didn't no, no, see no. any notes. But I, I want to build off your analogy because I think it's important. And one of the things that being in from, well, I no longer work in the recreation exercise fitness realm, but being so familiar with it- <sighs> in fitness classes, what do we do? If you come in and you're like, I'm at this level, like the top level, like I can do this. And you start getting into the exercise and you're like, I can't do this. Yeah. What does the instructor do?
1: Modifications.
2: Modifications. Yep. <laughs> and I want to bring that back full circle because I think Think what I've seen happening, especially on like social media or within groups that we're in, is people are like, "Well, I just don't know what to do. Like, I can't go out to this march because I have kids, or like, I just don't know how to contribute because we're in a pandemic of COVID nineteen right now. At the same time that we are going through, basically another." Uh, social reconstruction of society
1: yeah as i call it the coronas the
2: coronas so as we are in this and people are like well i don't even know how i can contribute and i think that's where the modifications come into place you don't have to be out there marching i think that's great good cause if you're out there doing it great good for you continue to do that Um, but I think that's what people automatically think of, or like, I have to post, you know, all this stuff on my social media. If you're doing that amazing, good for you. Keep going. But what I want to say is there are so many other things that you can do in regards to contributing to this cause. And I think that's important. Um, I am so ill prepared right now. So I apologize because I'm about to make a mess of what I'm about to say, but Uh,
1: no, go ahead. Say it. I like it.
2: Um, we were just, Looking at Dr. Kendi, who is the founder for the first, um, oh, I'm going to butcher this, but the an- anti racism organization in America by Boston University. So he's the founder of this, he's a director, um, and he is also an author. He's a history professor. And um, one of his quotes that I have really thought about lately um, is, about it I I'm, I'm going to misquote it too because it's so late. So I'm just going to say it's about how can you make the change in your sphere of influence. And I think that is super important because too often people get caught up in well like how do I join the national movement? That might be great for some people. You might be able to do that, but if you get caught up in that and you're like I don't know what to do, I'm just going to back away. I just urge you not to back away because I think that within your sphere of Influence whether it is the place that you work at, whether it is your group of friends, whether it's your family, you can contribute. You can so modify to use your amazing analogy.
1: Absolutely, modification. I'm glad you said that because that is so important. And that's been a lot of questions that we've been getting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I don't feel comfortable doing this, or what if I'm not able to do this? Right. What would you recommend? Um, And we've actually been consulting with a lot of different groups Mm -hmm. on some opportunities that they can take advantage of to help with the cause. Um, And we've had a chance to do that. And we've been having some great conversations. Um, And I think that the most important part of it all is to keep moving. Yeah. Like keep your foot on the gas. You know, full throttle, as they would say. Yeah, Um, that's the main thing. Don't, you know, don't back off. And if you need to take a break, um, I totally get it. But don't get complacent in that break. Um, Once you feel your life starting to get back to normal, (laughs) then, you know, hey, you got to do some soul searching. If you're really down for the cause and you're really about moving this thing forward. Yeah. Like do some soul searching and and, and figure out how you can get back in there. And um, like you just said, April, find out what fits you. And mm-hmm. what works best for you, mm-hmm. and that's how you can contribute. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I want to share while we're talking about it is don't let people try to guilt you into what they think you should be doing for the cause.
2: Oh, good point. Um, I definitely yeah. want to
1: say good that. Yeah. And don't, don't let people guilt you into that. Um, and you don't have to answer to, you know, people who want to know, well, what are you doing? You know, know what you're doing, be be able to explain what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but as far as justifying what you're doing, you know, don't worry about that. You shouldn't have to do that. I um, mean, if it's for the right reason and it's to move the cause forward and you're doing it from a genuine place, then, um, it's definitely going to help and it's going to manifest itself and show up later on. Yeah. Um, we're about results and that's the thing, like in order to get results, you have to put in the work.
2: Yep. I agree. You know, and we, I had a conversation with, um, a distant colleague, I will say today about, um, initiatives that we are pushing forward. Um, and you know, she was like, well, I'm not going to contribute in this particular way, but I'm going to contribute in this particular way.
0: Yeah.
2: And it was – So impactful and powerful because that was the way that she could contribute. That was more meaningful and added what she could do into the initiatives and the causes that we are exploring right now. And so I think that's just really important what you said is you have to understand where you fit in. And it's the same thing as I was saying earlier with like the people who post to social media. And the people who don't post to social media and, you know, don't judge a book by what it, what you see from what it may be doing or may not be doing. You know, we had a good run where we were both posting to social media for a good week and a half at a time because what our contribution was at the time was we are going to tell these stories we're gonna amplify these voices we're gonna make it be known and be heard and then probably for the past week i know i've been fairly silent on social media yeah
1: i've been silent and, and, and plus we had a lot of like family things you know like yeah the birthday we celebrated and you know obviously the kids and um mm-hmm. we kind of took you know a step back and for me uh, it was emotionally taxing like i still haven't like just taken a break yeah um i tried to take one from work and yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, there's also other initiatives that we jumped into that required more of our time (laughs) than, than, you know, being on social media a lot. And so I just I like that you said that because I think that people can get caught up in what is this public image. And I think that's important. But -hmm. I also think that everybody has a role to play. And I think that there are different times that you're going to play different roles Whether you are for the cause because you are a black individual or whether you're for the cause because you wish to be an ally and you want to be a supporter,
1: right? One of the things that I think this segues right into one of the things that I wanted to bring up is I know that when everything happened, um, Reverend Al Sharpton said, like, we're gonna march on Washington in August. Um, I'm not sure the exact date, but I, my question, and it's rhetorical, like. For some of my brothers and sisters or just anybody like, are you just waiting on the March? Mm. Because if you are, there is still work to be done and you don't have to wait on the March. Right. Um, and I think that leads back to some of the things that you're talking about with the social media posting and things like that. Yeah. Like, is it no longer popular to make uh, those posts? Yeah. Or are you no longer going to get point. the likes mm-hmm. by making those posts? Um, so, There were a couple of things that um, I I definitely wanted to touch on to to just kind of help people keep pushing forward, but also... And some of those rhetorical questions, those are self-assessment, self-examination of are you in it for the right reason? Or are you in it for the cause? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so if, you know, those posts aren't getting the likes anymore. So you stopped or you've actually run out of memes and posts to, to share, <laughs> uh, you know, while it was hot, you were striking, <laughs> um, uh, you know, and, and not to not to. You know poke at anybody but you know like they say if the shoe fits wear it um but i, I just want to say that keep pushing forward um you, you definitely have to ask yourself and examine yourself and, and i know for me and, and i'll share this um personally i was like dang i haven't shared nothing in a long time like should I, or do I need to? Because I know a lot of people, um, you know, follow me or they at least listen. And and it may have been getting across with somebody or may have been inspiring or motivating somebody. And that's what I do. So I had a, you know, a self check and I was just like, man, but then, um, I looked at, you know, some of the tips that I'm going to share and I was like, ah, that ain't the reason though. Yeah. You know, that ain't the reason. And um, I think that with this platform that we're using with our podcast, like they can always go back and listen. Yeah. And they can always check in if they want to. And, and that kind of settled me and, and kind of brought me back down to um, where I needed to be because I was worried. I was like, man, I know that I was influential and people were responding and they were um, kind of checking in and things like that. And then all of a sudden I just stopped. <laughs> And I was like, am I missing opportunities? That's what I was thinking. I was like, am I missing opportunities? Um, and then also I got tired of just like arguing with some people and stuff too. (laughs) I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like, uh, I got to educate you. I got to explain. I'm just, and then I just kind of had to step back from it. So
2: yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah. Um, one of the things that, that i think is is very important and that we cannot stop doing and that i highly encourage you to continue is to um continue to educate yourself and research the policies the candidates as we get ready to come into election season yeah pretty soon here make sure that you continue to educate yourself on the policies yeah um you know the people that are that are Potentially running, and if you have voting in your in your you know city or state, just make sure that you're continuing to educate yourself on that information so that you're knowledgeable. So that when you go vote, you're making an educated vote. Yeah. Um, and, and I definitely want to encourage you to do that. I know that when things were hot, like you were looking up all of the policies and you knew everything about reform and yeah, you knew everything about you know the police departments yeah. and what their unions had in place, like. Don't stop. Don't don't stop educating yourself. Don't stop getting that knowledge so that when it's time to actually make a move and do something that's going to give you results, that you are educated and you know which direction um, you feel comfortable in voting for. I agree. Yeah, I definitely want yeah. to say that. I, I have put that in my notes. I told you I had a couple of things I, just I didn't want to forget. That is one.
2: I think it's important. And, you know, as we go through, oh, I'm going to just say this probably every episode that we have until the end of time. But
1: Until the end of time. Oh, Lord. I already know what you're going to say, but go ahead and say it.
2: Everybody should, like you said, educate themselves on the history of America.
1: And how can they do that?
2: They can do that by listening to the Seeing on Radio, Seeing White podcast series. I will tell you, I actually wasn't going to say that in this episode. I was going to try not to because I say that every single episode. But I will tell you that one of the reasons that it was triggered for me is because what you're saying in regards to policies and laws and understanding your politicians is it is super important. And, um, the group I was in tonight at 9 PM, the discussion group is discussion group for that series. And the episodes we listened to tonight were regarding how, how policies and laws are formed, in America and how they inform the social structure of America. And that's really important because I think a lot of times, like I've never before connected the how law informs our social structure, not in the depths that this goes. And I think that it's really important to understand that hopefully prior to an election cycle so if you're like i've never thought through that before please listen to these episodes please we will we will post them um but i think that's important and it does inform them and it is important to understand who you're voting for and what their history is and what their actions say that they will do for you when they are in office
1: absolutely i think Mm -hmm. that's very important Uh, Let me see. I have a couple of more um, and then I want to jump into just some really quick, easy tips that may be refreshers for some of you and reminders for some of you. But um, before I jump into that, this has been on, on my heart and on my mind, and I just want to make sure that I say this and Listen to what I'm about to say, April, so that you can give your feedback and make sure that you keep me grounded with what I'm about to say. So um, I think that it is very important to ask yourself or check in with yourself and find out if you are satisfied with the working groups the committees and the task force that seems to all of a sudden be popping up everywhere as a response to what has happened and a response to the movement. Um, all of those to me are are spoken promises. But until we see action, until we get results, I think one of the questions, and I'm going to pose it as a rhetorical question for you to ask yourself is, are you satisfied with the committees, the working groups, and the task force as a response to the movement and to what's going on right now and how we are pushing for change. You don't have to answer that. That wasn't a question to you. <laughs> uh, okay. But I'm just putting it out I was there. like, do
2: you want like another hour no, on no, this no, podcast? No no, or? No. Uh, okay. no, no,
1: no. I just want people, like I said, if you're listening, okay. think about Rhetorical. it. Because I know for me, and you can probably attest to this as well, like, I've seen so many working groups, so many community groups, so many task force, so many, you know, of all of those things, whatever you want to call it. Like, they've just been popping up. And we've (laughs) even been asked to contribute to some of them. Yeah. And I'm just like... Ooh, you want us to just get in here and just talk in circles and just keep going back and forth with no actionable items that are going to bring results? Because I've been in many a working groups, many a task force, many a committees. And that's pretty much all we do is just get in there and run our mouth and everybody just see who can say whatever they need to say the best. (laughs) Keep me grounded. That's why (laughs) you keep me grounded. That's it. No, just, who can say their statement the best? And then we just go around in circles and everybody just get turns.
2: I'm just dying because it's so true. So I'm dying because it's so true. And because I get the privilege of having the perspective of living with you. Yeah. And so sometimes they overhear things. And I overheard a conversation lately that I don't know who it was with. But it was in regards to um We'll say a committee or an organization like a blank committee or organization and how often they have changed the name of their initiative. That was once like diversity and inclusion, diversity and inclusion. to like
1: diversity and equity. Diversity equity, equity and inclusion,
2: equity and diversity, inclusion and diversity,
1: equity and inclusion. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they just change the name, throw it on, the, uh, throw it in a new committee, a new task force, a new, you know.
2: What's the most, what's the best sounding name for yeah, this task Yeah,
1: all right. Okay,
2: okay. sorry. I'm we're trying to keep you poking, grounded.
1: We're not poking. The question no, the to question, you, and it was kind a of rhetorical, bit, yeah, yeah. it was kind of rhetorical, but for you to think about, are you satisfied with the committees, the working groups, and the task force? Are you satisfied with just those is those being started up like is that enough for you and you're like all right i'm good we got a task force we got a committee we got a working group yeah like
2: well you know i'm still i'm still personally being challenged on even that mm-hmm. of there are things that i'm like from my vantage point i'm like this is not enough yeah and then i have people who i trust and i respect um as we continue to do certain work in this, in this area who come back and are like, but is a task force enough? Yeah. Like for changes that need to happen yesterday. Yeah. Is a task force really enough? Is a committee really enough? Yeah. Because everybody can say what they want to say in the best, <laughs> who can say who it, can it, can it the say best it way, way it. possible. They need to
1: call it a tax <laughs> force because it's taxing. They need to call it a tax force. That's what I, you this know what? Hey, me. I'm going to start calling it that. <laughs> I'm going to be like, so how them tax forces going? They're going to be like, do you say tax or task? I'm going to say oh, tax forces because they ta- they taxing so, for real. All right.
2: This is funny. Hey, yeah. but, but yes, I agree.
1: All right. I just wanted to. So- but I
2: do think that people should think to themselves, if my organization, business, whatever I'm a part of, Especially in regards to work, because that is important. Yes. Um, if that thing that I am a part of has intentionally created conversation spaces, is that enough? Is it enough? Hmm. I th- I think it's important to think about because I think a lot of times that could be placating.
1: Ooh! Wow. I'm just
2: saying. I'm just saying. Wow.
1: Or cake plating. or okay. Whichever one you choose. <laughs> so, hey, for the sake of time, because oh, I, I was oh, trying okay. to keep it around a 30 minute mark.
2: Why? No, I'm just kidding.
1: No, you're. Cl- hey, y'all are almost there. If you can hear my <laughs> voice right now, y'all are almost there. I'm about to drop these tips on you really okay. quick because I definitely wanted to leave you with something that you can take to help motivate you and encourage you and inspire you. Because that's what I do. All right. Even though I haven't most recently been in a inspiring and motivating mood but um that is what you do. that is what I do that is a part of me that is mm-hmm. instilled in me and I do have my moments um so I do have a couple of tips that I want to leave with you and hopefully oh
2: before you do you know what okay. I figured out mine was what was it you are inspiration
1: I am inspiration do you know what I am what are you
2: not inspiration I am disrupt <laughs> Yes,
1: you are a disrupt. And I, I figured am. that out. Yes. Yes, you are a disrupt. I
2: like to disrupt.
1: Yeah. And, and I, like I
2: don't think inspire. that's a bad no. place to be no. if you're like, what is my place? But people tell me I'm too much. No. It's okay to be a disruptor. Yeah, be a disruptor. It's I'm going to okay. tell
1: you why, though, I why I think this is fitting. And, um, and I'm going to jump back in. I'm going to jump out real quick. You know, like double dutch. You know, I know. i right? jump out and <laughs> I'm going to jump back in. All right. So I think that one of the reasons why we compliment each other so well Mm -hmm. is because you're a disruptor. But I think that one of the things that really help you in being um, successful and one of the things that help you accomplish what we're doing together right now in this work is by being a disruptor. But it's because, like, you're the no-nonsense. And I'm going to tell you why. You're the no-nonsense that people don't want to hear because you hit them with the stats. Like, you hit them with the facts. (laughs) true (laughs) like your assessment like like your assessment mentality your assessment person like Mm -hmm. you're about the facts and you hit people with the facts sometimes the facts hurt and they don't want to hear that and they just like uh or they'll try to twist the facts so it's like i'm gonna ask you a question real quick and it's gonna be real short so it's kind of like if you're doing an assessment and somebody's reporting on an event that they had yeah and they had three people attend the event and in their report, a hundred percent of the people said that they enjoyed the event.
2: Oh gosh, why do you? You don't give me. No, started. I'm just saying. <laughs> not...
1: Talk to me now. Hit me with the facts. Like,
2: first of all, how did you come to understand that three of those people? So 100% of those people actually enjoyed the event. Right. Right. What data can you show me that says that they enjoyed the event? Yeah. Then you have to account for their subjective nature of enjoyment. Yep. Right. And so how do you explain to me what somebody's enjoyment, person number one, their enjoyment could be different from person number three. And so we need to talk about that when we report out The 100% enjoyment of those three people.
1: So real quick, y'all just kind of got a glimpse of it. Y'all see how she disrupted that whole thing? That sounded good. 100% of the people said they enjoyed it. (laughs) And she just totally just disrupted all of this, all of that. (laughs) So so what I'm saying is, is that I think that what you're doing is great. And I'm glad that you're a disruptor. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it's one of the main things that we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. It's based on results. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's based on results. So you're disruptive right now because there are no results to what people are saying that they are doing or have been doing or that they are for. And there's no results Mm -hmm. to verify that and to say that it's true and for it to stand and hold firm to. Mm -hmm. So you're disrupting because we're trying to get results. So all of the talk all of the committees, all of the task force, anything that we throw out there to say that we're going to do those spoken promises or that we maybe have done in the past. You're like, I need to see results of how we're being inclusive, Mm -hmm. how we are demolishing racism. Show me the results because everything that you're showing me based on the example that we just used, like that is not cutting it. That's subjective. And that's why I think you and I are good because I'm inspiring. I'm like, hey, let's keep moving forward. And you're like, until we see some results, we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep pushing. Mm. And that's how I mm. see it. And I think that's why we compliment each other. I think you're right. Um, so yeah. let me jump to these tips real quick because you're about to get me fired up. I don't <laughs> know if you heard the <laughs> my voice change because I got the, uh, the little goosebumps like look at my arm right now you got you almost had me going just now i almost went in you were close i I said like you were close to preacher i said like double dutch i jumped out i'm jumping back in (laughs) y'all let me hit y'all with these um these uh, how many i got one two three four five these five tips real quick and and they're real simple and we're gonna keep it really simple we're not gonna dive into them and like i said for some of you all it might just be no i'm just kidding (laughs) <laughs> oh, it might just be a refresher or a reminder, but I want to tell you um, the first one is you have to remember the why. So I think that a lot of people get caught up into uh, what actionable um, items that they're doing or that they're looking for. And sometimes it doesn't line up with the why. So you have to remember the why and understand why we're doing this. One, because morally it's just right. Right. How about that? How about we just stop there? Morally, it's just right. Mm. Um, And and we'll leave it right there. So you have to understand and make sure that you remember the why and all of the work that you do when you're trying to push forward. And sometimes I know that it can be discouraging when you don't see the responses or the results happen as fast or as often or in the way that you want them to just continue to remember the why and continue to push forward. All right. The second one is I don't want to cut you off. You jump in whenever you need to
0: go ahead. All right. I would talk forever. <laughs> no,
1: no, we, we don't. Not tonight. Save that. Um, Yeah. Save that. Um, number two is, is have a direction that you know that you want to go in or that you're headed in. Um, I think that it's so easy to get caught up into all of the many different things that are going on and who's mm-hmm. doing what and you're on. This train and then another one come by, you jump off, you jump on this train and then you don't know where you're going and you done went back and forth multiple times. Know where you're going, have a direction where you're going and work in that lane and work hard in that lane. That's one of the things that we're doing. We know where we're going and we're finding all of the people that are going in that same direction. And we're teaming up with them and working with them, going in the direction that we know we're going to accomplish the goals that we're trying to accomplish And we will succeed in that because we know where we're going and we're headed in that direction.
2: Yeah. And I think it's really important that you if you find something that you're like, this is my cause. This is the part I can serve in, whether it's very big umbrella, big picture, or whether it's a small, minute piece of the puzzle in your sphere of what you can influence and where you can disrupt do the research. Yes, I'm a data analysis nerd at this point, but I don't think, I don't want that to detract from the point that you should always do your research about whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Is it policy that you that you want to see changed? Is it Um, defund and reform the police. Mm -hmm. Okay, but do your research. Is it voting somebody out or into office? Okay, but do your research. You know, I think think that's the most important part that gets, people don't understand, they get really excited and really passionate, and that's great. And if you don't have the research to back it up, people may not take you as seriously. Right. You know.
1: I'm going to throw this in there. And I'm going to say it one time, and I'm going to say it slow. Fox News, CNN, ABC, CBS, Good Morning America. Those are not the only resources available. It's not research. Period.
2: Thank you. It's not research it's not good
1: research that's it i said i was gonna only say it once i was gonna say it slow if you want to hear it again rewind real quick
2: Mm -hmm. if all you watch is one or even multiple of those you know it's just not good data it's just not sometimes they might infuse good data into their stories but it's just not so anyway i don't want to detract from what we're saying so if you have questions about good data shoot me an email because i would love to tell you more Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. The next one is take it one day at a time. Yeah. Don't rush it. If you're not seeing results as fast as you think you should or as fast as you want to, don't rush it. Take yeah. it one day at a time. One day at a time.
2: That's good. So I'm a disruptor and this is the hardest thing for me to do. Yeah. Because I'm like, I want to see results right now. Yeah. Um, I'm learning and you help keep me grounded uh-huh. in this area. but. It can be hard for people to take it one day at a time, Yeah,
1: take it one day at a time. And you know what, for for people who have been oppressed for so long or a group of people or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people who have experienced it, like they're like, man, you told me I take it one day at a time. I've been oppressed for 30 years. And like, you want me to still just take it one day at a time. I know it can be tough in your work. That's what I'm saying in your work. Take it one day at a time. Appreciate and celebrate the small successes. Take it one day at a time. All right. The next one is go at your own pace. Don't let other people dictate what that pace should be for you. Mm -hmm. So go at your own pace, whatever that looks like. If that's posting one time a week or if that's posting. I can't believe I'm about to say this three times a day. (laughs) (laughs) Go at your own pace and yeah. don't let other people dictate what that is for you. Yeah. Um. You know, where I'm from, we call it keeping up with the Joneses.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. You got to keep true. up with the Joneses. Go at your own pace. Yeah. All right. And then I think the last one, which um, you've heard me say throughout this episode many, many a times, stay active. Yeah. Stay active. Just yeah. like the analogy that I gave about exercising, like stay with it, stay active. Keep your foot on the gas, keep going, keep pushing. I promise you, you will see results if you put in the work and um, whatever that looks like for you, accept that, embrace that and um, keep moving forward. Stay active. Yeah. So those are my tips real quick. um, Hopefully they inspire you. Hopefully for some, it's a reminder or encouraging words. Um, The work is not done. Uh, we still have a lot to do, and I believe that we can get there. Um, we were talking about tonight we heard the song that came on to say, um, oh, my goodness.
2: Changes.
1: Yeah, a change is going to come. A change is going to come. And, um, you know, I thought about it, and I was like, when did this song come out? So I had to look it up because I didn't know for sure, and it was 1964? Yeah. I think it was one of the, it was like yeah. around 1964, and yeah. I was like, We've been saying a change, a change is going to come, come
0: since and fighting the
1: almost exact same fight Yeah, way before 1964, but in reference to the song yeah. since 1964. And we're still mm. talking about a change is going to come for the same thing. Mm-hmm. I want to see that change in my lifetime. I want my kids to be able to embrace who they are because that change mm-hmm. came and passed. So, in order for that change to happen, we have to keep pushing forward. In order to keep pushing forward, keep your foot on the gas.
0: Yeah,
2: agree. Agree.
1: That's all I have for tonight.
2: That's it. I you think we anything else? No, I think we said plenty. All right. <laughs> you said twenty. What twenty minutes?
1: I was trying We're to keep
2: at it at thirty. Uh, oh, we
1: about yeah. I was trying to okay. keep it at thirty, but right. I, I feel like everything Great. that we said yeah. was. Um, you know, with something that someone could take yeah. something away from. Mm-hmm. So until hey, next time, for
2: listening. if Bye. you enjoyed we out. this episode, Peace. don't forget to subscribe on any podcast platform and make sure that you rate us. Also, we do have a YouTube channel. If you prefer to watch our antics and we also provide closed captioning.
1: And if you want to know more about us, go check us out on our website at success and or you can reach out to us directly on social media. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all platforms.
2: And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all platforms.